Welcome to the Career Happiness Podcast. My name is Soma Ghosh. I am the founder of a business called the Career Happiness Mentor. And within this podcast, we explore themes around career happiness, confidence, well-being, and so much more. Not only do I do one-to-one personalized episodes to really, really support you as a listener, but you will have the chance to listen to really, really amazing guests from all corners of not just world, but different industries. It's really, really important that you are not only happy in your career, but you make time to progress in a way that feels right for you. So if you want to have more energy in your career, change your career, find out more about how to potentially start a business or even help your teenager with careers advice, this is the podcast for you. Thanks so much. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about three reasons why people give up on their business way too soon. So this is a topic that I know comes up a lot for business owners and for people who generally feel as though for them, when their business is starting out or um, they have a business idea or a side hustle, they may give up a little bit too soon. And I do actually have an episode that I've previously done on the podcast where I actually spoke a little bit more about, um, you know, um, when your business isn't kind of going according to plan and kind of some tips and advice around that. So this is a little bit similar, episode 148, how to keep going in your business even when you feel like giving up. And within that, I I explored a little bit around the mindset pieces of what you can do when, you know, you feel like giving up because business is hard. Business is not easy and having a business isn't easy. And for the most part, most people will know that. But we do also overthink sometimes when we have a business. And this episode is much more around why people give up on their business way too soon. And... What I want to do within this episode is I just want to give you some general advice and general reasons why people give up on their business way too soon. I actually found a really, really interesting um, document from um, Parliament um, that actually details in a lot of detail. So if you want to go and read that in your own spare time, I'll put it in the show notes. It's some business statistics around how much people are employing people, what are some of the um, inside statistics into how many women are leading businesses, ethnic minorities leading businesses, all that kind of stuff, to give a bit more context around business in itself, because it might be useful for you as a business owner, especially if you are feeling a little bit challenged. And I think everyone, especially in the year 2023, when kind of towards the end of you know 2022 so for future listeners this may not be you we don't know what's going to happen in the future but right now as I'm recording this in January 2023 you know we we are in a recession and there is a cost of living crisis we cannot run away from the fact of that but there have been um, people that I know local businesses um, who have have had to close down um, and that isn't the same as you, you know, actually um, leaving your business or your business 
not existing in the beginning. That's different because that's a business that's been around for a long time. But I'm talking about new startups who might have challenges. And I'm going to look at some of the reasons why people do give up on their business way too soon. It's different if a business has to shut down for financial reasons or for the impact of what's going on right now. But if you want further reading on this, please go and read the document for your own reference. Because remember, everything I talk about in my episodes are things that I've observed, things I've seen. Some of it is my opinion. And some of it is also um, the kind of scarcity that people um, get um, when they start a business. And I'm not going to say that um, people are scared to start a business, but there is a lot of hesitancy around business because starting a business <laughs> is a risk. Like there is no coming away from that. But often I think that risk of um, starting a business the development, the growth, and everything that you see whilst you start a business actually teaches you to change as a human being, change as a person. And instead of sometimes looking at the positive aspects of starting a business, we worry too much about the losses and the negativity and the cynicism that we have towards being a business owner and not looking like a business owner or not, you know, um, having a business that is scalable straight away. But I'm going to now get into the three reasons why people give up on their business way too soon. So reason number one, and I've observed this um, whilst I've spoken to clients, whilst I've worked with um, people, with business colleagues um, throughout the years, um, is number one, you are not making any money or enough money. And you know, I've just spoken about the financial crisis, ironically, and for the most part, most of us um, will be submitting our tax and um, doing our end-of-year tax returns, right? We'll be doing those right now. So when we look at our expenses, um, our earnings, everything, if after a while you've been doing your business for, let's say, a year, two years, it's a side hustle, I'm setting up a scenario here, and you start to see that you're not making any money or enough money. In some cases, you then have to have a word with yourself and say, how much is this costing me in terms of my time, in terms of my money, etc." For the most part, a lot of people who start businesses, um, a lot of the work that maybe you're doing in the beginning, it's not necessarily pro bono, but it may not be um, matching up with how much money you want to earn. So your rates may not actually be in alignment with how much you want to earn, number one. Number two, you may not be making enough money because you haven't really, really marketed your business in the right way or um, your business in itself right now. It's just not aligned to where you want to be. And this is one of the main reasons why people give up on the business because either they're not making any money or they're not making enough money. But what is enough money? I mean, have you really, really taken time to set per month how much money you want to earn? Because I feel that a lot of the time when I'm speaking to business owners, they are looking at all these coaches and all these business advisors and all these people who are on supposedly five to six figures per month and they're not seeing the reality that some of these people are charlatans. Some of these people are not always telling the truth. And I'm getting very, very frank here on the podcast because if you see somebody being successful, 
in terms of social proof and integrity. That's great. That's great. But how do you know that they are making lots and lots of money? You know, like, for the most part, if we take an example of somebody like Stephen Bartlett, who I speak about a lot on this podcast and who I, you know, really, really admire in terms of his work and his podcast and everything he does, you know, he talks about his business. He talks about numbers. He talks about figures. He's very, very honest about that. And he has an audience that matches that, right? But for the most part, there are a lot of people who are not being honest online and are not telling you how much money they're earning or enough around their potential figures or earnings. And a lot of the time, people I've seen who've given up on their business have turned around later and said to me when they've had a conversation, oh, so I wasn't actually making any money or... I was doing this or I spent so many thousands of pounds on coaching and I'm laughing self-deprecatingly as I'm saying that because I spent money on coaching. But I'm going to tell you something, right? There are a lot of podcasts that I've listened to for educational purposes and there's a podcast I've come across recently. I'm not going to name what podcast it is. It's not a careers podcast, thank God. It's a business podcast. And um, the guy who hosts it, he seems like a really, really lovely guy, you know, really lovely. But his advice is extremely shoddy. And this is just my opinion. He is saying that you should be spending thousands and thousands of pounds on business coaching and business mentoring. And you should hire a VA and you should <clears throat> hire a marketing manager and you should hire this person and you should do this and you should do that. In some part, that is true, but you need to have earned enough or had some kind of funding in order for you to be able to afford all of that if you're not actually making any money in your business straight off the bat how are you going to make that money back right so when people say or when people go through this challenge of giving up on their business way too soon because they're not making enough money it's usually because they have either spent way too much money on unnecessary expenses like coaching or like resources, or like VA, or like um, automation tools that they don't actually need straight off the bat. I mean, you have to be a bit mindful. There are some things that you pay for, you know, like I pay for my website hosting, I've, I've paid for editing for my podcast, I've paid for things which have been necessary, I've paid for Calendly at times. I'm not paying for it right now because I figured out a way of um, working with my clients in a different way to meet their needs and their times. So um, there are certain tools that I've paid for in the past that I actually don't need. Sometimes I've paid for Canva and um, Later, which is a social media tool automation tool. But I've really, really looked at what's worked. So I go through my business every quarter and I've looked at, okay, when I'm spending money on that, how am I seeing a return on investment? And this man was talking about really, really, I felt um, quite over the top things. He was actually advising new businesses, businesses like myself, to hire a marketing manager straight off the bat and to, to um, make sure <clears throat> that you utilize social media and to post as much as possible and to do this and to do that. And I was really, really angry when I was listening to that particular podcast episode because I was thinking in my head, dude, like I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Social media is important. It's great. But you can't 
actually, um, you know, make any money if you're not also telling people, A, what you can offer them, and B, you have, you know, worked on your brand and your personal brand and your, you know, website and all the other things in order to make the money. So when people turn around and say to me they're not making any money or enough money, firstly, look at what your goal is behind that. If you have a part-time job or a full-time job and you've got a side hustle, remember to really financially look at your goals and see how much money you need a month to month because that is very, very important. And um, keep track of your expenses and do all of the necessary things financially that you need to do. But the number one reason is people are not making any money or enough money and that's because they've had really sucky business advice they've gone to a dodgy business coach sorry I'm just saying it out there because I have worked with a few unfortunately and thirdly what's happened as well is that one of the reasons they're not making enough money is maybe just maybe they are offering services that people don't need and want and that's where research and doing research marketing and you know really, really understanding what the market research is saying in terms of what the clients want. But also looking at what you enjoy, because suppose you set up a business where you're consulting and you're consulting in something that you don't enjoy, or you don't like. If you then, when you're trying to tell people what you do at a networking event or, you know, you meet people somewhere and you're telling them what you do and you just don't enjoy it, that is going to come across. So also you've got to look at the reasons why you're not making any money or enough money. So I hope that really, really helps. But reason number one where why people give up on their business way too soon is because, is because of money, essentially. Not making enough or not making any. Reason number two is seeing what other people are doing. And this is the one that really, really I feel so, so um, passionate about because I see a lot of talented, amazing business owners get into this comparison trap, get into this self-sabotage trap and often talk themselves out of great business opportunities because they are too busy looking at what other people are doing on LinkedIn, on Instagram on Twitter, they're looking at people's websites, they're wasting too much time researching their competition and they end up going into this spiral. It's that spiral of, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm a Disney fan and I'm giving the example of the Disney film that I watched in relation to Alice in Wonderland. When Alice in Wonderland, I know it's the 1950s version, but just bear with me, that movie was made a long time ago, when Alice in her blue and white dress goes down the rabbit hole essentially, when you're seeing what other people are doing, you're going down a rabbit hole. I'm sorry, I feel so passionate about this. And this is what trauma would do four years ago. Pure disclosure here, until I met an amazing mentor who did help me to say, trauma, stop doing that. Don't do that. And so there are some really, really amazing business mentors out there. And I know I mentioned that there are charlatans, but there's some really, really good ones out there who give good advice and give you really practical um, ways of dealing with the self-sabotage. But reason number two is seeing what other people are doing. So as I said, looking at their website, looking at how it's laid out, <laughs> then looking at um, their opt-ins, then seeing the fact that <clears throat> they might have a podcast, then seeing the fact that maybe they do videos, and then your head gets into complete overwhelm. 
And the reason why people give up way too soon when you're seeing what other people are doing, you're not concentrating on your own work. What is it that you need to do day to day in your business that people like, that people enjoy, that people are asking you for? So if you're wasting time looking on social media or when you've met a business um, owner who does something similar to you and you're not collaborating and you're not working together and you're not seeing ways that you can do things together, instead of wasting that time of seeing what other people are doing, think about how you can work together Think about what you can do to stop wasting time from seeing what other people are doing. And my biggest piece of advice around this is to make sure that if you want to um, research and, and look at what other people are doing, you can do it, but do it in a strategic way. So I'll give you an example of what I mean by this. When I sat down with my website designer, Mally, and we did the branding work for my website, and she sat down with me, we did look at some people who... Um, did similar things to me but we only did that because and this is me just sharing this she wanted me to explain to her how my brand was different what my brand was going to offer and what I really wanted my website to, to look like and what we then did is based on my personality based on my brand we looked at the things that we essentially wanted for the brand and why we wanted it why we wanted to do it that way so the market research that we did there and looking at some of the people who did similar things who um were my peers and or you know in some places some people would say competition but I don't see them as my competition I see them as my peers um it was to mainly look at what it was that was going to be different for my business and so when you're doing that comparisonitis that I speak about a lot on this podcast, and please go and listen to the episode I've done with Lucy to really, really help you with that. And then also I've got done an episode on business comparison if you're struggling with this. You are completely, completely sabotaging the great work that you could do and you are wasting time. But reason number two is essentially why people give up on their business way too soon because if you are then comparing yourself in terms of the fact that maybe somebody's won an award or they've gone to another country and they've given a big talk or they've done something, you're just not going to make any progress with your own business goals. You're going to ultimately just stop making progress. And that is when people give up because they feel as though they can't reach certain heights. And remember, it isn't actually always about reaching certain heights I'm not saying that you shouldn't play big I'm not saying that you shouldn't think big you know I speak about Tara Moore's book playing big it's a great book if you haven't read it please go and read it it's amazing you should definitely think big but in order for you to think and do big you need to start doing and being where you are right now in your present and trying to do local talks and trying to get clients and trying to make sure that you make sales right now um, in the present in order for you to work up to PR and all the other things that you want to do in your business. Because if you start thinking about all of those strings, things straight away, you're not actually going to make any progress in your business and seeing what other people are doing is not going to help. Reason number three, having huge goals for your business straight away and this links into that. So as I mentioned, you know, having a TED talk right away, I'm not saying that you can't have a TED talk right away, 
But um, I've spoken to um, a friend who recently did a TED Talk who's been on this podcast, the lovely Layla Akai, and she was saying to me that, you know, a lot of the time you have to really, really um, look at um, what is out there and apply and there aren't a lot of places sometimes available to apply for TEDx talks, right? And it sometimes is about who you know rather than what you know, right? So I'm not saying that you can't do a TEDx talk straight off the bat. Perhaps you can. But if you then have this huge goal of, um, I don't know, interviewing um, someone like, bring it back to Stephen Bartlett again, but Stephen Bartlett or, you know, like a Hollywood star or a singer on your podcast straight away, unless you actually have some kind of connection or you know their management or you know who they work for, how are you going to do that straight away? That's a, that's a huge goal, right? So having these huge goals for your business, I'm not saying that they're not possible later on. I'm not saying that you can't win a business award straight away. You can't do certain things. But if you're having such a huge goal that is actually not going to, it's actually going to stop you from progressing and actually getting the clients or um, being seen or working on your social media or working on your marketing or working on your visibility as a whole, then that isn't realistic. And this is the reason why people give up on their business way too soon. Those huge goals that you have straight at the beginning. So I'll give you an example of what I mean by this, just to give a bit more context. Um, I remember um, a business colleague of mine Quite a while ago, actually, many, many years ago when I first started in business, she had this huge, huge goal of appearing in a particular um, magazine. Um, and it was, it was quite a big magazine. I'm not going to mention what magazine it was. And she'd only just started in her business and I'd only started in my business. And she said, oh, so much. I want to write an article for them. And I also want to be featured and I want to be able to um, get an opportunity to write for them. And so... I said to her, and this was not me being negative, and anyway, I said, oh, do you know anybody there? Or have you approached or have you emailed them? Have you sent them a pitch? And she goes, oh, oh, oh no, oh, no, no, no. I know a friend of a friend who, who knows the editor. So I said to her, okay, that's all very well and good, but, like, have you sent them an email, the person who directly, you know, caters to that particular um, field in this said publication? And um, she said, oh, no, 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 I haven't. So I was just saying to her, how are you going to um, be featured there if, if you don't do that? You know, you need to be able to do that. So what she said to me is she said that she has rung the person numerous times and um, the person that she knew. And then she's contacted the editor. But she hadn't actually sent a pitch, right? And so I said to her that until you send them a pitch, and you clearly state to them that you, you know, would like to write an article to help the audience or to do this or to do that, maybe they're just going to ignore you or maybe they're so busy that they haven't seen that email. And in some cases, I've had feedback of journalists who've told me that um, they felt I've not been pushy, <laughs> which is a compliment on my part. But what I mean is uh, a lot of the time, some business owners can be very assumptive in the sense that when somebody um, is asking people uh, for quotes for an article, you also have to be able to hand it in a, handle it in a particular way. If somebody says, I want a comment on how, and this is just me giving a random example, how business owners should deal with burnout, let's say, right? 
and there are loads of different business owners online. One of the things I notice on Twitter when I get when I see these journal requests is this assumptive attitude of, oh, I can definitely help with that. I'll email you now, dot, dot, dot. And I notice that a lot of the time, it's not just that journalists are very, very busy. It's also that journalists are allowed to be picky about who they want in their publications. And they will go and look at your website. They'll go and look at your LinkedIn. They'll go and look at your Twitter. They can also make decisions about who they want to include and who they don't want to include. And when I look back on the first place I was ever featured and I and they took one of my blogs and they featured me, it was Huffington Post. And I didn't reach out to them, by the way. They reached out to me, sorry, not Huffington Post, Thrive. Um, they reached out to me and they said, that saying, well, we really like your blog, can we feature it? And then that gave me the opportunity when I was contacting journalists. Usually I was tagged in a lot of these posts on Twitter um, to say that I've been featured here. And that gave me a bit of credibility. So what I'm talking about is in order for you to even have visibility, you need to be open to opportunities by doing things like blogging, video, you know, using one social media platform, that you immerse yourself on. I did it with LinkedIn. Using your business as a tool to share information, to share knowledge, to do content marketing, but do it in a way that's strategic to your business. Don't start having these huge goals of getting into a big publication straight away just because. And some people will say to me, but so I know people who've done that because of contacts. And sometimes I have seen that that happens. I get it. I do get it. But I think sometimes if somebody's never ever heard of you, having such a huge goal right at the beginning and not then being successful with that can lead people down that rabbit hole that I was talking about before. But not just that rabbit hole, it can lead down a rabbit hole of disappointment because if you're not seeing the big wins straight away, people then give up because then they think that they're a failure because then they're comparing themselves to all these other people who've been doing it for years. All these people you see who are on... Um, you know best book best times best um you know books seller lists times or um have you know uh been in these publications or done lots of things most of them most of them would have been around for over a decade or sometimes you know more than a decade and they've been doing it a long time so what I'm trying to say with this one as well is that I'm not saying that you should have huge goals. You shouldn't aim to um, think bigger and do big things. But you should also think about the realism behind having such huge goals in the first year of your business, especially. Lastly, what do I want to say around things about why people give up on their business way too soon? And I want this section of the episode to really be a lot more around just giving you some hope and inspiration because I think it can be very, very easy to give up on your business way too soon. And that's also why I did that episode around, you know, not giving up in your business. Because business is sticky. Business has its hard points. Business is very much like life, I would say. In life, we have ups, we have downs, we have highs, we have lows. And so I wanted to share some quotes with you guys on this podcast today that really, really resonated with me that I thought would help give you a little bit of um, motivation. And this is a quote by um, Thomas A. Edison, and I'm going to read it. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. And so I would advise you, 
that unless your business has to close down for some of those reasons that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode in terms of rent, cost of living, high prices, etc. If you are in a position where you can make progress with your business right now and your business can grow and you have freelance projects and you have a day job, then please don't give up on your business. Please, please, please. I say that to you because most owners who have business owners out there, it's a passion for them. It's it's like a child. It's like, you know, something that they have invested in because they love what they are doing so, so much. And the reason I love this quote by Thomas Edison is that by giving up, <laughs> it, it, it is a weakness. And I was taught, and I often have these discussions with my husband, um, we've started to watch um, the Sydney Poitier documentary on Apple TV. If you have access to that, please go and watch it. I've only started watching it. I've only watched the first 15 minutes. And I have been blown away by how inspiring that man was. He, I mean, he was he was incredibly inspiring. Um, and he didn't, he never ever gave up. And when I'm talking about give up it's not so much the acting part it's the adversity and the things that he went through in his childhood and the fact he didn't even know like what electricity was what running water was because he came from a very small island and so it's astounding when you hear stories like that because it reminds me of some of the things my own father went through because he witnessed some of the things that happened in the Bengal famine so you carry your parental trauma and the things that have happened to them but you also carry your parents values and what they teach you so when you're giving up you're not going after the thing that you want the most and you have to keep on trying please do not give up so I really love this quote and there are two more quotes that I want to read to you guys before I kind of wrap this video up because I'm going to mention a video as well from Jordan Peterson that I will put in the show notes for you to just go and um, listen to but the next quote is by Amy Mullins. Giving up is conceding that things will never get better. And that is just not true. Ups and downs are a constant in life. And I have been belted into that roller coaster a thousand times. And so this is why I'm saying that having that business is literally like life. And Amy's quote here, Amy Mullins quote, really kind of sums it up. Because life is a roller coaster. Life is a rabbit hole. Life is what your other analogy helps you to be constant in your life I know that many of my listeners who listen to this podcast are, are parents are carers have a lot of additional responsibilities and I'm not a parent but I'm a I'm a carer as well and so I think a lot of the time when you're in those kind of positions you have to think about everything that the people that you're caring for have gone through and you also have to think about why have I created this business and why actually am I going after the things I want? And the reason why I titled this episode as people giving up on their business way too soon is because remember I've told you on this podcast time and time again I had a practice business, my father-in-law died and I went back to work and then I was really horribly bullied. Um, I gave up way too soon, guys. And it prompted me to come back and start again. I actually did start again. And for some of you, hopefully, if you're in a position where you're in a nine to five and you had a business and you walked away, this will inspire you to go back. 
hope, I hope. But for those of you who are business owners, I hope this is helping to motivate you if you're worried about times ahead in the year 2023. And then for future listeners who are starting businesses, I hope this helps as well. But the last quote I want to share is giving up cannot be an option. So if you think about, and this is by Greta Thunberg, if you think about Greta Thunberg and her, you know, body of work as Greta Thunberg, I mean, she's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So much respect for her as an individual and um, I didn't read the whole uh, like tweet thread she did about Andrew Tate, which I'm not going to talk about on this podcast, but I will say she is a powerhouse of a woman, right? And so giving up is not an option. If you think about someone like Greta, who is constantly fighting for things she truly believes in and things that, you know, she knows are going to impact the world on a larger scale, um, Giving up isn't an option, guys, is what I want to conclude with. But the last thing I want to say is that there's a really inspiring speech by Jordan Peterson. And Jordan Peterson is a psychologist. He is a psychotherapist. I am a huge, avid fan of his work. Um, He has a podcast as well, which I haven't listened to, but I've listened to a lot of his talks and his interviews on other podcasts. And I always coming away learning a lot from Jordan. Um, and he's an advocate for helping men with their mental health and just men being in touch with their feelings and emotions. That's one of the things that he's striving to do. But with this video, um, it's much more around not giving up. It's much more around why life is tough. It's much more around why if we really, really want to do something, we have to fight for it. So I really hope you go and watch that video. It's about 25 minutes long. And um, there are also um, like captions on that video as well. If you are not able to listen to it with the volume on, I just wanted to say that. And for anybody who, you know, has accessibility needs, that, that might help you as well. But I really, really hope this episode has helped you to really, really think about some of the reasons behind why people give up too soon. And um, you go and check out the resources I mentioned, the video by Jordan Peterson and the document from um, Parliament about business stats. Thanks so much. And if you have any questions about this episode, you want to share your thoughts or opinions, please email me at trauma at traumagosh.com. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Career Happiness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media or with somebody you know it will make a significant difference to. And remember, if you haven't already, please take some time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much.